0: Episode 64 Would you like to be young again? Comparing life now to life when we were younger can bring a certain clarity to retirement. My guest has some interesting observations and opinions. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Hi, I'm Jackie Spinks. About retirement and old age, forget Alzheimer's, arthritis, and angina, and that's only the A's. Sociologist Lenski said, and I quote: "Comparison is the basis of science, and far be it for me to argue with science." So, from that perspective, let's do some comparing, comparing the end of life, and see which is better, scientifically speaking to the end of life as someone who's been both young and old and contrary to what i believed when i was young i think old is better let me count the ways you've heard this one before but first off everything we learned when we were young has turned out to be wrong but we're calmer now no more angry outbursts over trivialities and that's good If we've reached the elderly stage without self-destructing, we've learned some moderating compensations for our faults. See calmer above. We're more disciplined now, place for everything and everything in its place. That wild, lived-in look we cultivated in our youth, plus those years of frustrating search for those pills, combs, bills, magazines, cup of mislaid coffee, you name it have been replaced with organization. As our striving years are over, we are nicer to each other now, and seldom does anyone go for the juggler. We want friends, not competitors. Friends are precious now, and so many of them are dying off, and it's hard to replace those old ones. As for clothes, we go for comfort now, not appearance. For women, no more heels or uplift bras, Just let them dangle as no one's looking at them anymore anyway. Yeah, sometimes sleep is a problem, as we may sleep for a shorter time and worry about getting enough sleep. But it's better than those sleepless nights of our youth, when we were so anxious about money, love, the kids, the future, you name it, that we could lie awake all night fretting. Also, we don't have Legos anymore to step on and cuss about in the middle of the night when we get up to do the inevitable bathroom scene. And it's nice to realize the world won't come to an end if we have carpenter ants making their home in our walls. And remember that job that was so boring that we hated? I know it doesn't look so bad in hindsight. But I guarantee if we were back there in a few months, we'd be as bored as we were then. Ambition is more or less a thing of the past, which may be sad for some, but relieving for others. We can now eat whatever we want, when we want it, and best of all, as much as we want, because by retirement, by retirement, most of us have reached that much-hyped set point, and no discipline or denial needed anymore. But for the few of us who haven't reached a set point, try not to get so fat that pallbearers can't carry your casket. Embrace yourself. Money doesn't matter that much anymore. Whether we have a lot or a little, keeping up with the Joneses show-off time is past. If we have a lot, we'll take trips, buy stuff for the kids, or indulge ourselves in a boat or plane We seldom use. If there's only a little money in the pot, we'll spend our time watching TV, shopping at Goodwill, and hunting for grocery bargains. But I'll let you in on a secret. As we're all depression babies, and never were high rollers, even if we had or have money, we'll probably bargain hunt and spend our time watching TV. And remember that killer status we thought we had as a heartbreaker when we were young, which often turned out to be ourselves, getting our heart broken? Well, that's all over. We've been retired from that sex role unless we want it. For myself, it's been so long since I've done that sexual routine. My entry has probably made me a virgin again. And probably the biggest plus of old age is that old age brings wisdom, which few of us get until we're old. Hence, as a result of that lack, no one should be a judge or a president until they reach 65, no matter how smart they are. Occasionally, wisdom and smarts go together, but not often. As an example of what I mean by wisdom, we've lost our innocence and awe. We're open-minded now. We're not impressed by anyone or anything anymore. We're able to look at both sides. Recall our biases and how we once disdained ideas not consistent with our own. Now we at least listen to the other side. Here's a few examples of the other side that once shook my equilibrium. Remember how odd we were with Jesus, Marx, Shakespeare, and Freud? Taking it from a historical perspective, Jesus was a carpenter wandering around with a bitch against John the Baptist. And he didn't become divine until 400 years after his death at the Council of Nicaea when a bunch of priests took a vote and the side who wanted him declared divine won the vote. As for Marx, he was an alcoholic who couldn't hold a job probably because he was an alcoholic, which means there may be hope for our jobless kids yet. And Shakespeare, well, talk about disillusion. Some countries see him as nothing more than a 16th century political gossip columnist for the rich and famous, adored by the masses in his time. I would guess 400 years from now, probably their Shakespeare will be Rush Limbaugh as he comes closest to what Shakespeare was in his time. And poor Freud. Remember when he had all the answers to life's problems? Here's another piece of the other side. In the past, the rich could control the poor because the poor were illiterate and easily manipulated. Hard to dump tradition, but some day, and I don't think this is the wishful thinking of a radical sore head but we'll look upon the country's rich and their extreme division of wealth with the same shame we now view burning witches or slavery and our kids finally grown and on their own whew, we made it, they made it so now we can all relax granted they're not that crazy about us anymore but face it parents are evolutionally programmed to love their kids and even sacrifice their lives for them more than their kids love their parents as the kids probably won't even sacrifice an evening out on the town for the parents but we're wise or should be and so shrug and do our own thing the reason I'm such an apostle for the bucolic life of old age is because when I was young I was young like in my 20s and 30s. I ate antidepressants like they were peppermints and hid in the closet because I felt so inadequate and was so unhappy my psychiatrist told me I'd end up in a mental institution at the rate I was going. Well, the end is near and whether the four horsemen of the apocalypse are hitching up, I don't know. But I'm not in an institution, a nursing home, or dependent on anyone. And best of all, I don't need any pills. I get up each morning, put on the tea kettle, and look outside at the trees and relish my luck at being alive at almost 80 and not yet needing diapers. My guest has been Jackie Spinks. This is Retirement Talk.